With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Bo, the first thing I want to touch on, I want to get into a ranking I saw by Gordon McGinnis in Pro Football Focus. They were ranking teammates in the top 32 specifically teammates in the top 32 when it came when it comes to interior defensive linemen i'm going to quickly give you the list because we got a trio of atlanta falcons on this list so for the giants they have dexter lawrence and leonard williams on this list so these are all teammates who when it comes to interior defensive linemen are ranked in the top 32 according to pro football focus so for the giants dexter lawrence and leonard williams for the colts deforest buckner and grover stewart for the Washington Commanders, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. These are all good names, good players. Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer for the Miami Dolphins. For the Cincinnati Bengals, DJ Reader, DJ Reader and BJ Hill. For the San Francisco 49ers, Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. For the Buffalo Bills, Ed Oliver, who just got paid. Puna Ford and Daquan Jones. And for the Atlanta Falcons, Bo Morgan. Calais Campbell, David Onyemata, and Grady Jarrett. So besides the Buffalo Bills, we're the only team on this list to have three names. With that being said, Bo, right now, without having seen them come together, do you think, at least on paper, this defensive line with teammates in the top 32 with Calais Campbell, Grady Jarrett and David Onyemata. You throw in Arnold Ebicati. You throw in Bud Dupree. You throw in Lorenzo Carter. Is this team, Taquan Graham as well, don't want to forget anybody, but is this defensive line a top 15 defensive line right now? Do you do you see them that highly, or am I getting a little bit crazy? Uh, I mean, God, I hate that. <laughs> I hate I hate to say anything because as soon as you do and then right. he doesn't love something. But yeah, I think there's certainly um there's certainly that likelihood, there's certainly that chance, there's certainly that potential mm-hmm. um that this team could be. Uh, you know, you gotta stay healthy or you gotta do all that you gotta play to your potential. But yeah, absolutely. Um Lorenzo Carter's in there, Taquan Graham's in there. I don't I don't know if you remember from Taquan. Mm. Um, you know, I'm just looking at the uh, I actually had pulled this up outside of you, but Calais Campbell, Anya Mata, Grady Jarrett, you mentioned those guys, and we're really just talking about those guys. Well, let's go deeper. I mean, the second team right now is 
uh, depending on who, how things you know, hash out yeah. in um, in training camp in the preseason. But Taquan Graham, Eddie Goldman, who's making his return after right. you know signing with the team and retiring. I mean, and you got Timmy Horn who who can Man. move a little bit, a yep. bigger dude. So yeah, I think there's absolute potential this could be a top fifteen, top ten maybe um, defensive line. You got to remember, Calais Campbell's not going to play just. Uh, um, a ton of snaps, but he is going to play. And right. so I do think that's important. Uh, he's going to play some important snaps, I should say. So I just think that the potential is that they could be very, very good. I, I don't want to put something on them necessarily, but there is a huge potential of this team uh, being a top 10, um, top 15 defensive line. And they've just got to go out and perform. I mean, Grady Jarrett is to me is a guy who's, just on the cusp of being um, mentioned with the Aaron Donalds of the world. So the Vita Veas of the world, um, that, you know, those top, the Ed Oliver, those top interior defensive linemen. Um, I, I, and I think he's going to be even better when you, you add guys like Calais Campbell next to him. So, and David on because he won't be eating as many double teams now with those guys in there. So yeah, I'm very excited about what this defensive line could be. I, I'm excited about just the depth of this defensive line because it seemed like this defensive line for the last few years was very top heavy. You you had you had Grady in there and you would have some other guys uh next to Grady, but you never really had what you thought was a super deep defensive line. This defensive line this year is deep. You mentioned it. I mean, to start out, you'd be putting out Calais Campbell. Grady Jarrett, David Onyemata. Then you're going to have Lorenzo Carter, Arnold Ebicady on the edge. But then those guys are going to get rotated in with Bud Dupree in the mix. Taquan Graham's going to be in the mix. He's going to get a lot of snaps. So uh, Timmy Horn, uh, Eddie Goldman. I mean, the depth of this defensive line is going to be something serious. And just being able to have those fresh legs and they're going to not just be uh just be fresh legs they're going to be fresh legs of guys who have performed and performed well in this league for you know a number of years so that's what makes it really exciting just the de- the depth of this defensive line and how we're going to have guys we're going to have dudes coming at opposing offensive lines just every single snap and it, it's it's really going to be an onslaught when you talk about the pressure that this Atlanta Falcons football team should be able to create so And we're talking about how good this Falcons defensive line can be this season. A lot, you know, when I say a lot has to go right, when when we're talking about a top 10 defensive line, you know, guys obviously have to stay healthy. That's going to be a big factor. Um, And obviously, you know, they're going to have to hit the ground running when you talk about adjusting to to Ryan Nielsen's uh, defensive gradient. Jared actually talked about that in this last round of OTAs, how, you know, they're 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 going hard in OTAs to try and really hit the ground running during training camp. Um, so they're going to have to get off to a hot start as well. But this defensive line has definitely the potential to be a top 10, you know, maybe even like a top eight defensive line be, just because of the depth they have. And again, they, they, they don't even have depth, but they have some heavy, heavy hitters at the uh, at the top of that defensive line as well. So just like you, I'm excited to see what this Falcons defensive line can do because we haven't had a consistent pass rush in a long, long time. I mean, you could you could say 2016 because we definitely had a uh, Vic Beasley who led the league in sacks that year. But you know, 
it, it kind of seemed like that maybe was a, I hate to say fluke year, but fluke year. Um, and, and even before that, it, it was kind of, you know, early 2010s where well, we had a, go ahead. That wasn't a fluke year. I, I don't, I, I think what people always miss about that year is, mm-hmm. is that Vic played on an offense, on a defense that was, was, was playing with a lead a lot. So he was able to pin his ears True. back and go. Good point. Um, and teams were always chasing them. And I think the other thing was, is a majority of his sack, he did a good job of of second chance sacks, you know, where uh, mm. initially he doesn't get there, but, you know, the, 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 the they're able to hold off and then maybe get there. And also, I think nine of those sacks came against three teams. So uh, I don't want to say it was a fluke. He earned them, but, um, yeah. but it was definitely, um, it was definitely, you know, it wasn't a fluke. I, I just think that was what Vic could have been, and then he never, never was hungry enough to get back there, unfortunately. Right, and then to your point too, that 2017 team was a completely different team when they were they were really reliant upon their defense more so than their offense in 2016. That was a really good defensive team, and the offense kind of took a step back once uh, Shanahan left for San Fran. So definitely a point there. Um, but again, it just. There hasn't been that consistency that you want on the, the defensive line for uh, for for some years now. So hopefully we get that, and hopefully we get in a big way this season.